Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Electric Theory Podcast. My name is Gina Shear, and I am your host. The Electric Theory's mission is to empower global pioneers and ignite diversity in thought. We feel innovation and resilience to enhance people's well-being, help people reach their full potential, and foster a culture of lifelong learning and growth. Welcome to the show. You have 24 hours a day. Organize your day. Work hard. I'm here to talk about success. Tomorrow is Thanksgiving. It's a time for us to celebrate with our family and friends and be thankful for all of our many blessings that we have. Today's episode is going to be a little bit different. We asked on social media, on our Electric Theory Pod page, if you don't already follow it, go ahead and follow us over there so you can be engaged in everything that we're doing. Anyway, we asked you guys a little while ago, just some questions, some Q&A questions, what you guys wanted to hear. We want to make sure that this content is relevant to what you guys are dealing with in your everyday life so we can be helpful. So I get the pleasure of answering some of those questions today. Jumping right into it. How do you live a fulfilling life? Wow, this is such a packed question. How do you live a fulfilling life? First and foremost, are you living in your purpose and are you living in your calling? For some people, they have no idea what their purpose is. And truthfully, I didn't know until a couple of years ago. And really, this was something that was revealed time and time again for myself, but I didn't really tune into it until I sat down and had the conversation actually with my now business partner, Joshua Hunt, who you guys have heard on this What was unique about our conversation is he sat down with me and he really did a deep dive into what I was passionate about and really unveiled some like serious layers in this conversation was things that like what was happening in this conversation were things that I hadn't really thought of deeply myself before. So he was asking me questions like, okay, what are you most passionate about? And I was like, what am I most passionate about? Okay, I love to travel. Why do you love to travel? okay, I love to travel because I love getting to interact with different cultures and different people and experiencing new things, all that comes with that, the chaos, the adventure, all of that. I love all of that. And so he was like, okay, why do you love that? And just kept digging deeper and deeper. And I encourage you to do the same. Ask yourself if it were your birthday and time and money were no issue, what would you do? Answer that question yourself. Pull back the curtain a little more and figure out why you would do that. What like sets your heart on fire? What makes your soul sing? And keep pulling back the layers until you really truly find what you're passionate about. Purpose and passion go hand in hand. Typically, your purpose is you living out what you're passionate about. And I am a firm believer that God gave you those passions, whether or not whoever you believe in or what you believe in. Regardless, every single person has a purpose and every single person has a passion. I'm a firm believer that those go hand in hand, like I had said, and that is your calling. So find your purpose by exposing and revealing and exploring your passion and deep dive into that. So again, 
for myself, it was, I love traveling. Why do I love traveling? I love traveling, exploring new places, developing conversations with people. And I kept pulling back the layers and I finally realized I love helping people. My passion is traveling. My purpose is helping others. And so through revealing this, I was able to really live out my calling and create what we now do today. So how do you live a fulfilling life? You live in your calling and you find your purpose. And if you have any other questions on that or want some healthier insight on that and how to do that, we actually have a process that we developed called the DPP, um, Defining People Process. And I'm happy to set up a call with you, go through that, do a deep dive on your life and help you walk through that to help you discover more in depth of what your purpose is. You can reach out to me after the show. I will put in the best way to reach me. Okay, next up, how do you optimize and stay focused during the holidays? This is a great one. We're rolling into Thanksgiving tomorrow. I'm sure everyone is out traveling, spending time with their family and friends, maybe already today. And the holidays can be a stressful time. If you don't get along with your family, maybe you don't have a family. Maybe this is brings up a lot of hard memories from the past. Maybe it's a very pleasant experience. Whatever it is, let's talk about optimizing, staying focused during the holidays, especially for us entrepreneurs or leaders that have a lot on our plate. How do we properly take the time off, being okay with taking the time away, but not neglecting our work? So let's walk through this real quick. So number one, I'm going to say plan early and communicate your expectations and your schedules with your team, with your family, whoever's hosting Thanksgiving, whatever it is, make sure that you have laid that out for your coworkers, your employees. Anybody that you need to communicate with, make sure you plan early, communicate your expectations and your schedule. If you cannot communicate properly, then you are already failing. So let's just go ahead and communicate in advance and plan early. Next, create a to-do list and prioritize tasks. This is something I just mentioned with a friend of mine who was going out of town and kind of being stressed out. And I was like, listen, the more work you get done, earlier, at least even if you don't accomplish everything before you go out of town, get it on paper. You will feel so much better and then prioritize those tasks and get done whatever you can before you leave. And whenever you come back, your priorities should be out of the way and you can come back and fulfill the things that are not as high a priority on your list. So make sure that you create a to-do list, prioritize those tasks. Number three, don't drink too much alcohol. This uh, should be a no-brainer, but just as a reminder, even in those stressful times, don't drink too much. Make sure that you get rest and exercise. So really, these all go hand in hand. Even if you don't actually have a strict exercise regimen, make sure you move your body. I don't think people realize the power in movement, even if you go for a walk. Take your family along with you. Go for a long walk. If you're celebrating holidays by yourself, go for a long walk. Stretch. Whatever it is, make sure you move your body even if you're not fully exercising. If you're able to fully exercise, take full advantage of that and also make sure you get rest. 
Be willing to say no to some invitations. This is the most chaotic time of the year for most people. Make sure you prioritize what is worth your time and what is not. It is okay to say no. I promise everyone can say no, even as hard as it can be for some people pleasers or people that like to put everything on their plate, myself included. It is okay to say no. Do not put too much and overextend yourself on your plate. Okay, next up, I'm going to say take a few days off and be okay with taking time off. And with this, don't just say you're taking time off and still be working. Truly disconnect, turn your phone off, and be present. Think about this, and I think I've referenced this before. One of my favorite things to do to practice being present is wherever you are, say if you're at the Thanksgiving table or your family's all around, your friends are all around, sit there, be with yourself, close your eyes, listen to the sounds that are around you, think of what you're smelling. You're probably smelling great Thanksgiving food, the smell of pies being baked, or maybe it's just the fresh, crisp fall air. What you are tasting at that moment, you can open your eyes, see what maybe it's friends laughing. Maybe it's an empty living room this year. And that is okay. Be present. Make sure you are fully being present in every situation. I will say a couple of years ago, my favorite Thanksgiving was when I had uh, all of my family together in one space, which hadn't happened for a long time. All my loved ones literally together. I was so present that I didn't even know where my phone was majority of the day. And I was so present in the moment of enjoying the people that were around me, what I was currently experiencing that I didn't touch my phone. And then I looked back later trying to find a photo from that day. And I was like, you know what? I never once even stopped to take a photo, which looking back on is perfectly fine. I was like laughing at myself later because I take photos of everything. I was like, I did not take a photo of this experience. But you know what? It was so powerful because I was so present in that moment. I didn't even think to take a photo. All I thought about was just living with the people that I was in the atmosphere with at that moment, which was very powerful, very rewarding, and very fulfilling. Be okay with taking time away. For us workaholics, it's okay. Make sure that if you're going to take the time away, be present. I cannot stress that enough. Okay, the next question is, why have customer and employee experiences gone downhill significantly? This is a pretty crazy one, not going to lie. Obviously, we saw it coming with the pandemic and everything just transitioning after that with the market the way it is. However, I saw a pretty crazy article the other day. It was a Gallup report that was saying that 2023 workforce experiences the lowest rate of engagement to actively disengage in the U.S. employees since 2013. Literally in 10 years, we are at our lowest point with employee engagement. It's at a historic low. Employees are very burnt out. And the question keeps happening. is like, why? Why is this happening? 
The truth of the matter is employees have not stopped performing at their jobs, but they're also not going above and beyond like they used to. In other words, they are giving their time for work, but not their energy and passion. This was something I just talked about earlier. Passion is so important. And if you're not working in a work environment where you are fulfilled and you are passionate about the work you are doing, of course, you're not going to give your full effort. And while this can easily be stated as lazy or not caring, whatever, is also a very direct response of feeling undervalued and unappreciated, which I think we've all felt in our life that whenever you don't feel appreciated appreciated by leadership, you don't feel supported by leadership or your supervisors, whoever it may be, you're not going to perform at your peak. And if we're not putting together a cohesive, supportive company culture, we are going to fail time and time again. Be sure that whenever you are working on your company culture, that you are creating an employee experience where people are regularly consulted on their needs then offer the effective solutions in response. It's one thing to just hear their needs. It's another thing to actually take action on those needs. I truly believe if we can do this in the workplace, we will be able to turn this engagement situation around. Make sure that if you are a leader in your workplace, effectively communicating with your team, recognize and reward their progress, monitor their progress over time, and make sure, again, you are hearing their needs and fulfilling those needs. This will do wonders for your company culture. And it's hard. I'm not going to say it's easy as a leader to be able to meet every employee's need all the time. But do your best. Take action on that today. Don't wait until tomorrow if you really want to make improvement. And in your company and in your company culture, make sure you're taking action today. Okay, lastly, I am going to jump to the jar question. I myself have never answered one of these, so it's going to be fun. What is your biggest regret not in your career? Oh, man, I usually don't dwell on regrets or even really think about them. But the one thing that I will say that I have caught myself saying time and time again, something that I regret is which is actually funny as we're going into Thanksgiving, is not spending time with my family over certain occasions. There was a time, the very beginning of me getting into the workforce, where I was so consumed with work, I put family and friends completely on the back burner. Did not care, did not show up for holidays like I should have, did not take the time to go see my grandparents, did not take the time to spend time with my parents, whatever. I just put it all as neglect when I definitely could have created the time then. And another specific regret is during COVID, my grandmother was very concerned about getting sick. So she definitely didn't want anyone around And I regret not going up there to spend time with them. 
She later on passed away, not from COVID, but there was a good six-month period where I could have gone to see her, and I chose not to because she didn't want people around. So if I really had to say, like, I regretted something, it was that. Just strictly not spending enough time with family, not giving up enough time to spend with friends, and specifically my grandparents, because they're not going to be around forever, and... These are the people that we do life with and need to link arms with and family or friends that you've chosen as family are so important to support one another, to be around each other and create those memories with. So that would be my biggest regret, I would say, is not spending more time with them when I could have. I hope this encourages someone if maybe you're considering not spending time with your family for whatever reason this holiday season. This is your chance. This is your reminder. This is your cue to go do that. Even if you have to work a lot, I understand. Take the time away. You will be more productive by taking the time away and putting pause on work or your life for right now and going to spend time with those that you love and you care about. Create space for them. Hold space for them. I hope that everyone has a very happy Thanksgiving this season. And again, if you have any questions or want expansion on any of these answers, feel free to reach out to us directly on Electric Theory Pod on Instagram. Thank you so much for listening and tuning in to the Electric Theory Podcast. My name is Gina Shear, and I will see you next week on the Electric Theory another good day we had another good day and if you line up enough good days fuck around have a good life